You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. Well, hello there, Miss Mills. It looks like you found your way back to the big house. Oh my goodness, a probation violation. Oh my goodness, we did everything we could to keep you out. I don't see what else we could have done. Oh. Well, you know, you told me when you were in prison the first time that you were going to stay away from all those bad people that gave you bad influences and stuff, you know, kind of clear the air. But it looks like you went and hung out with them again and then you were in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you know, okay. All right, I'll give you that much. But, you know, being young and pretty and and people chasing after you, that's, you know, that, that should be a strength, not a weakness. It shouldn't get you in trouble. Yeah, well. Well, you know, at least it's a reunion. You get to go hang out with the girls. No, I'm, I'm, I'm doing really well, and and uh, I've been working with some family members, and you know we've got some kids out there that are a little upset about their loved ones, parents being in prison, but that goes with the territory. Your niece, huh? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, you know, you you were locked away for quite a while, and she doesn't really get a chance to know you. And, and you get out, and then you go back again. And there's birthdays you're going to be missing, and weddings, and anniversaries. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I want to make you feel guilty. That's why I'm talking to you like that. You've got to fix it so that you'll never go back to that place again. You got to want to stay away. Oh, okay, so you weren't thinking about prison when all of this happened. Well, you know, yeah, and, and that that's just it. I know it's tough being out here and, and minding the, the authorities and stuff, but, you know, it just it's just one of those things where you you got to, you know, when you're in there, there's certain rules you have to follow. And then when you're working, there's certain rules you have to follow. It's just that, like the old saying goes, freedom isn't free. There's there's going to be high cost to uh, claiming that, that uh, phrase there. So if you want to make it, uh, make it work, you just got to... And I'm sure, you know, one day... Hopefully, if you can stay out of there, you'll get married and you'll have kids of your own and you'd want them to listen to you. You know, if you tell them stay away from drugs or those people aren't good folks to hang around or that's a good job, you should go to school, study. You know, you, you'd want your children to listen to that kind of advice. And I think you would make a good mom and I think you'd be a, a great mentor. It's just that you've got to lead by example.
and you served many, many years, and then you wind up. You have 60 seconds remaining. Going back in there again, and it's just, it's just a crying shame. But we're out here for you. We're going to do the best we can to keep you comfortable. It's just that I hope each and every day you think about that stuff that goes on in your life and the changes that you can make. And I hope you make the right decision because it just isn't worth it to go through all of that. You have 30 seconds remaining. And then come out and go back again. No, no, I don't hate you and I'm not disappointed in you. It's just that I want you to learn from this. You know, we all make mistakes and it happens. There's really not much we can do about it. Life is life. It's just that remember, you got to work harder, especially harder than the average person out here. Okay, sweetie. Okay, there we go. When we go out and we help a loved one to get through the trials and tribulations of prison, and then this loved one gets out, we have big celebrations and parties and and long conversations and going to places like movies and restaurants, you know, catching up from missed days. And then the person goes back to prison. It's a very sad, sad moment. And it's not something everybody wishes for. But it happens. And that's just something that, you know, like I was taught growing up, you know, you you hope for the best, but you plan for the, the worst case scenario out there. So, and when a person gets out, We'll throw some advice in there. And in Dirty's particular instance, we talked about hanging out with the wrong crowd. And she got out and she got into a relationship and then she wound up getting burned. And I think it was mainly the the love triangle. Now, uh, Dirty is attracted to the same sex. And so she she met a, a woman. And this woman was flirting with another woman. And this other woman decided she was going to get rid of the competition. And so she kind of led Dirty down the wrong path, you know, and just... Uh, and she's thinking that because of her naivety, you know, that she's very easily persuaded by other people, and she just got caught up in the moment. And so it was just uh, just one of those things. And so I don't know what's going to happen now. I don't know if uh, her heart's going to be broken because, you know, her girlfriend and this other woman are together. I, you know, I, I didn't really get a chance to get into that part of it. <clears throat> but it just kind of makes you wonder, you know, because relationships are a part of everyday life. And there's a lot of folks that's locked up in prison 
because they trust somebody that they're with and the person is just so hell-bent on committing this crime, they're not thinking about the feelings, you know? It's more like, I'm a career criminal, I'm going to go out and break the law. In order to make this work, I need something to distract. And they may take a sweet, innocent woman and just lead her down the wrong path. You know, I've seen a few cases where uh, boyfriends would teach their girlfriends how to uh, launder money or how to uh, steal people's identities or cash checks. And I don't know, I guess... I guess their, their eyes are so full of the, the love and the admiration and the trust. That they don't see that kind of stuff. And that's not something you can really blame people for because it could happen to anybody. You don't have to be a drug addict or an alcoholic or, or a, a career thief to fall prey to that kind of stuff. Usually... It's the the sweet, innocent people that are the ones that get caught up in it. And it's really... It's really a 50-50 situation out there. And I think... In Dirty's case... She... Was originally arrested for uh, drug possession anyway. And then with the change in the laws, she was able to to get out but you know she went on to probation and (laughs) even with the new laws and stuff you want to stay clean and you want to stay stick to the rules and she just she just couldn't do it she didn't get caught up in drugs again she was just uh, she stole a car and so you know that's probation violation and a new crime so it's just uh You kind of wonder. And there's only so much we can do out here. It's all up to the individual. And that's something we're just going to have to stress now until the end of time. You have to make this decision on your own. You have to take advantage of the available resources. You know, and and one of the things I like to talk about in uh, OxyWord, where we where I actually interview people in real time, ask, you know, what, what, what about the available resources? And, and if they'll take advantage of some of the classes and some of the uh, counseling and then come out and apply those out here, I think their chance of uh, success not being, not returning is even greater. So it's... Uh, so the best we could do out here is just be supportive, just be there. You know, I couldn't hold her by the hand and tell her not to fall victim to all of this because she was she was comfortable with where she was and, and she made a decision for the moment that she thought was best. And it turned out that she got misled and, and uh, got burned in the end. So I'm hoping the best for her. You know, she's she's still young. She's just 25, so she's got a long time to 
get her act together. And I believe in her. I think she can do this. And she's used to going in and out of prison. She's been doing it since she was a juvenile. So there's nothing new to her. But she was telling me that out here she's used to uh, relying on friends, relying on family, trusting people. Because in the prison, they tell you when to get up, when to eat, when to go to the doctor. You know, they provide her with all the stuff that she needs. And she doesn't really have to do too much thinking. But out here, it was too much of a stress for her. All of this freedom. You know, what, what clothes to buy, what clothes to wear, where to hang out, who to talk to. You know, what she needed to better her, her circumstances. You know, jobs and and uh, medical care, all that kind of stuff. So I will, uh, I will work with her, see if you can get her into some classes and stuff, plan for her next outing, and maybe call and check up on her a little bit more. You know, she's one of the hard ones to reach. It's just more or less like it goes straight to voicemail or it rings and rings and she doesn't answer because she doesn't want to talk to me. I might be able to convince her to stay a little more focused and hang around people. Because she's got a really good uncle. And her mother has turned her life around. So she does have some hope out there. So, you know, there's no reason to give up on people. And she didn't really hurt anybody you know she didn't pull out a gun or she didn't hit anybody with a car get drunk and and kill anybody so uh we can work with that so there's a we have to go with her on an individual basis because what works for her is not necessarily going to work for some of the other folks that we work with so it's going to be really really nice um having a captive audience you know now when when i send her a letter or something I think I'll have more of a uh, it'd be easier <laughs> to reach her than when she was out here okay so I got my work cut out for me I just gotta be there and give her some advice and guide her the best I can and most importantly I gotta live that example you know I'm not gonna judge her I'm not gonna criticize her because that's not what I would want done, and that's not what I want to teach her to teach other folks. So, have yourself a wonderful day, and go out and make fantastic memories for tomorrow.